This is mission.org. This is Marketing Trends, your number one source for exclusive interviews with chief marketing officers and executive marketing leaders in the Fortune 1000 and beyond. This is Jeremy Bergeron, and I interview, collaborate, and partner with world-class CMOs and marketing leaders across industries. Your content is at the heart of what you do. It connects your company to others, teaches them, guides them, and inspires them. But creating, managing, and editing content at scale is often very chaotic and difficult. Empower your content teams with Brightspot Content Management System, made specifically for marketers and corporate communications leaders. No more waiting for a developer to have to piece things together. Put the power to create and deliver powerful yet complex digital experiences into the hands of your marketers with a comprehensive suite of ready-to-use tools and functionality. Bring a bright spot to your tech stack, your customers, your team, with the Brightspot content management system. Visit brightspot.com forward slash marketing trends to learn more. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a very special episode of Marketing Trends. Before I dive into this conversation with Shannon, I want to give you a quick kind of overview of what the state of marketing report is. Every single year, Salesforce puts out a well-researched report. This is the eighth edition of their state of marketing report. They surveyed over 6,000 marketing leaders worldwide to discover how they're evolving in the face of uncertainty. How do they do more with less? Budgets are being cut. Budgets are flat. How do they remove silos to really enhance the customer experience? And how can marketers continue to innovate and meet these rising customer needs? There is all this and a lot more in this state of marketing report. We cover a lot of ground with Shannon in this conversation. If you want to download the report yourself, head over to the link we put in the show notes below. Let's get into it. I am more than excited to have an absolute brilliant visionary marketing leader in the house today, Shannon Duffy. Shannon is the executive vice president of cloud and industry marketing at Salesforce. Shannon has been there for 12 years. Recently, well, I say recent, she boomeranged back and has been there eight years since the boomerang back. And so Shannon, you've been there since the very first edition of this state of marketing report came out. Now we're talking about the eighth edition of the state of marketing report. Welcome to the show. We are so stoked to have you. How are you doing? I am so excited to be here. I love the state of marketing report and I love talking about marketing. And so I'm ready. Like, let's do this. Let's do it. Okay. Well, let's dive in because look, this is a really interesting time we're living in. I mean, anyone that is in business, in marketing, doesn't matter what industry you're in, you're feeling all kinds of things right now. Let's dive right into the report, Shannon. I just want to know off the top, what was your kind of biggest takeaway, your biggest aha moment from this year's state of marketing report? So I love my biggest takeaway because not only am I a marketer, but I get to talk about this report. So I feel, I feel all the things, all the things that all you are feeling, I'm feeling, experiencing. More importantly, what I was most impressed about is marketers, my fellow marketers out there, we are continuing to innovate despite all the pressure we're under. And we saw it in the data, right? One in three marketers is feeling the squeeze of tightening budgets. Like those budgets, I don't know anyone's budget who's getting bigger. Most likely your budget is getting smaller. Yet 
87% of us feel that the work that we're doing today is more valued, more valuable than it was a year ago. That's incredible. Like marketing not being a cost center, marketing being a growth driver, marketers really being on the edge of helping our customers and helping our companies weather this change. Super, super exciting and really, really inspirational. And it gets me, that was my big aha moment that marketers, we got this. You know, that's really consistent with, I literally earlier today was interviewing the the head of marketing for Optum Financial, which is a part of United Health Group, Fortune 5, amazing. And Pepper Evans is her name. She talked about the exact same thing, Shannon. She says, marketers and marketing leaders, they're, they're doubling down. They're in it to win it. They're, they are more optimistic and they're doubling down on things like relationships and connecting with each other and building trust with each other and like making trips to see each other, like making that, extending that olive branch across the aisle which I love hearing, especially big brands like that. And of course, Salesforce as well. You know, there is rising expectations. There's heightened expectations we talked about. What are some of the things that marketing leaders can do to be armed up and ready as, you know, they're going to need strategies. They're going to need like fully defined strategies as they enter into the next, the next year. Yeah, I love that question. I love that you because like customer expectations, like the economy, it might be harder and budgets might be tighter, but your customer doesn't really care, right? The customer still wants that amazing customer experience and they want to be put in the center of a brand's interactions with them. So super, super important. Here's what I will say. Marketers need to be looking at the technology that they're using to connect with their customers in whole new ways. They need technology that is automated. They need technology that is intelligent and they need technology that is real time. Automated so they can do less with more, intelligent so they can provide that super hyper personalized one on one interaction that everyone craves and everyone expects. And real time, it has to happen immediately. People don't want to wait. They don't care if they, you know, emailed your support system a week ago. If I call in, I want to know that you have that information and are engaging with me right now. So those are the things that are really, really important. And that's what's going to help companies get through this. Marketers that embrace those technologies, they use that as part of their marketing strategy, uh, and they really, really provide that best customer experience as possible. In your role as EVP of cloud and industry marketing, then that tells me that you are kind of you're you have a perspective over a lot of different industries. You're hearing some of the conversations that are being had. You're understanding where like where the waves are, are, are crashing and what some of these industries are doing. Um, what are you seeing in terms of employee retention, keeping employees really geared in and fellow teammates and colleagues geared in to create that really strong connection. Yeah, I, I love that question. And the great reshuffle, great resignation, whatever you, you call it, um, has definitely been real for a lot of people. Here's what I will say. Employees, or in my case, marketers, feel the most connected when they are close to their customer and they are innovating and deal, doing work that moves the needles for their companies, right? Like, it's not enough just to put marketing out in the wild and hope for the best. You want to be able to innovate and do cutting edge marketing, but also get it in front of your customers in whole new ways and be able to track and monitoring how that's performing. And when you do that, that gives people a great sense of connection to the customer, to the company, to their managers. Um, and it makes a huge difference of the way customers are going to feel when engaging with your brand. Related to this exact thing, we recently had uh, Jen Kretschmar on Marketing Trends about a month ago. Shout out to Jen Kretschmar. You are one of my favorites. She's incredible. And I just want to hear, I mean, they're, they're talking about a brand that, look, built, founded in 97, you know, more than 20 years of hearts and hugs, as she says. They're so relevant now, multiculturally relevant now. 
And they're delivering such beautiful experiences for people all over the world. And I'm just curious about anything you, you have to say about Build-A-Bear and what, what you've seen there. I have so much to say about Build-A-Bear and Jen. And Jen was in our marketing cloud keynote in Dreamforce and absolutely killed it. And she brought a, a bear version of Bobby Jania, my head of marketing cloud PMM, which again, a moment burned in my head forever. So Jen, thank you for that. Um, they're an amazing brand, right? I knew them. My kids are big, big now, but they made nothing. My kids... Love, 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 love going into that Build-A-Bear and getting the heart and picking out the thing and the hat and all the things. But they've had to transform, right? They, they've been around for over 20 years and they've needed to do a digital transformation and they are totally rethinking the guest experience. So they're using marketing cloud and commerce cloud and they have a unified view of their data so they can optimize channel campaign performance and drive commerce transactions. But they're also thinking how they use digital to engage with customers. So now at Build-A-Bear, you can create a digital experience. And so you, people don't have to go into the store, don't have to go into a mall. Like, amazing, right? So having that amazing feeling you get at Build-A-Bear, but in the comfort of your own home and using digital channels to do it. They have curbside pickup now, a total frictionless digital experience by integrating 3D technology into some of this digital interaction. I mean, it's absolutely amazing the way they're rethinking their brand and the way they engage with customers. And they're not just doing this to do this, right? They've seen a 122%, 122. I mean, like that's big, three digits, three numbers. Increase in impressions driven by personalized digital advertising. Like that is amazing. 125% increase in digital transactions from new guests. And of course, a 13% increase in e-commerce year-over-year revenue. Like amazing. So love, love, love them. An amazing brand, scaling with digital, connecting with customers in whole new ways and seeing a results on their bottom line. I love that. Another stat that really stood out to me is that this is really high. I mean, 86% of high performing marketers say that engaging customers in real time is important. Can you talk a little about how your marketing team thinks about real time customer engagement? Yeah, real time is everything, right? I mean, again, we live in a moment society. It's moments that matter. And the way you provide those moments is by engaging with your customer in real time. Now, the great thing is we have technology that helps us do that. So for example, Genie is Salesforce's next generation customer data platform. And what it does, it's able to take data from all these sources, you know, your marketing data, your service data, data from maybe, you know, back office systems. It's able to harmonize and create this living, breathing customer graph that then you as a marketer or your marketing team can take action of. It's who the person is in the moment, not who they were a week ago or six months ago, or a year ago. It's who they are right now. And again, what an amazing way to surprise and delight your customers by truly knowing everything about them, personalize that experience and engaging them with what they are. Definitely the way marketers are able to, again, drive that growth and that bottom line for their company. There's another brand that I'm really interested in kind of connecting around, and that is Humana. I mean, Humana's a huge brand and getting people to, you know, make their health a priority. It's really important. It goes, you know, beyond reminding them to like, hey, you know, do your checkups, things like that. Like this is this is like a really interesting time for people to receive important information. And I want to hear, you know, what's an example of like how did Humana leverage, you know, technology to really engage with their members and engage with their customers in new ways. I have to tell you, I absolutely love Humana. I love the way they're using technology. And if, if if the last few years have shown us nothing, it's how important health 
and safety and taking care of ourselves can be, right? We've all lived through an unprecedented event and Humana is there on the front lines and they are dedicating to dedicating themselves to helping people make health their number one priority. And it goes beyond just reminding them to go to a doctor. Like, for example, if a member, a Humana member receives a like life altering diagnosis, like type two diabetes, the company can proactively reach out with clinical and emotion support again in real time. So a member can get email tips to help manage the disease. They can get text alerts that a care provider, like what an amazing experience to something that could seem very, very scary to the person, but also cold and clinical. They're absolutely turning that on its head, putting the customer at the center and giving them that real time information to personalize that connection. To do this though, like that sounds easy, but it's not. Humana has a huge amount of member data and it all has to be HIPAA compliant. And this can be challenging to make sense of, but they're using tools like Salesforce, like Genie to make sense of it and provide that amazing personalized real-time experience. And in this case, so meaningful when you're dealing with someone's health. And, and I saw that Salesforce really was able to support them in, you know, in increasing like the cause speed is everything and how fast they're able to, you know, four times faster, four times four. faster. That's ridiculous. And imagine that when you're dealing with your health, like mm -hmm. I want everything four times faster but when it comes to my health, like then it's like mission critical. Yeah, no, that's tremendous. Tell us about L'Oreal. What's happening with L'Oreal? Another example there. What, another one of my favorite brands. I love L'Oreal. And if you went to Dreamforce or if you didn't, go back and watch the Dreamforce keynote because we had an amazing demo with the way L'Oreal is using real-time data um, to uh, connect with their customers. So they have a lot of brands. L'Oreal has a lot of brands. I didn't even know if you knew that. It wasn't just one brand. It's actually 13 brands. And they're using Salesforce to make sure they are sending tailored product recommendations, beauty advice, special offers to people wherever they prefer to shop, in a store, online, in the app, it doesn't matter. They're taking all this data, they're making sense of it, and they're meeting their customers in real time where they are. So for example, they have this really, really cool skin diagnosis service where the company can email the customer the results of how their skin is doing and what they need to, to, to use or, or, or wear to make in, increase their skin uh, care, which is amazing. They're able to connect online shopping of their 200 um, direct-to-consumer websites. They're able to make really, really good product recommendations. It's powered by AI. Einstein is what we call it here at Salesforce. If I add a sunscreen to my cart, they might say, hey, look, we have a moisturizer with sunscreen, right? And they'll make that in real time where seconds count as someone's going through the checkout process. Really, really amazing. And of course, again, they're doing this to connect with their customers, to provide that amazing experience, but they're seeing an increase of their bottom line, 70% increase in satisfaction and a 336, again, three digits, 336% increase in virtual try-on usage. That is some amazing brand interactions that are being done at massive scale. That's amazing. TV and over-the-top streaming platforms saw like the biggest increase in channel adoption this year compared to last. As video expands its role as both channel and the tactic, um, how are marketing leaders looking to add broadcast to their strategy? Yeah, it's such an exciting time. Again, this is why I love being a marketer. Like I went from B2B marketing to talking about streaming content. Like we weren't talking about this five years ago. Super exciting. So 
What we did at Salesforce, we launched Salesforce Plus, and we launched this to be a trusted, on-demand business media channel with not just product content. We wanted to provide content that inspires. We want to provide content about how people can use products, how people can be an executive. And we've launched it last year, and we've already reached 5 million global viewers across 17 live events and 15 original series. So we have original series. We also stream all of our events, Dreamforce was streamed on Salesforce Plus. Amazing. No longer does someone have to travel to San Francisco. Now they could watch all the great content online. And so it's really, really exciting to think about this medium and how you engage with customers. We launched a series called The Shift, a first of its kind. It's produced by Salesforce Studios, um, which is our internal production team. Shout out to them in partnership with CNBC Brand Studio. And on the one-year anniversary of launching Salesforce Plus, we've launched the biggest content series in Salesforce history, um, a seven-part docu-series that's also going to be on national television, highlighting our customers' innovations and transformations. Truly, truly amazing. Again, 5 million views. It's a great way for us to engage with our customers where they are, put out content and tell stories that really, really inspire, and set a high bar for programming across events and series. And and set a hard buy for the type of content that B2B marketers put out, right? Like it's not, it's not enough just to put out a form and an ebook and hope for the best. It's about engaging, inspiring, and meeting their customers where they are in a format that they want. And our customers have absolutely loved it. Yeah, the data tells us that. I mean, look, that that many views. I mean, this thing's just getting started. Look, Salesforce Plus, this is last year. This thing's not slowing down. And I do want to, the quality is there. I mean, you talk about the, the programmatic quality. I mean, Pay attention, people. In the report, Shannon, there's also a spotlight on the the values-based marketing, and you can actually pull back the curtain a little bit there. I'm, I'm curious to talk about maybe this Team Earth campaign that you guys launched last year. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, and I love it. And so it's I, I love that there's definitely a, a shift to values-based marketing. What I will say is, as someone who's been at Salesforce for 12 years, we've been doing values-based marketing for a really long time. Team Earth is just the next generation or the next step in that journey. But I think it's really important because when we look at our state of connected customer stats, which is another um, report that we do, 88% of customers want companies to state their values, right? And 66% of customers have stopped buying from a company whose values didn't align with theirs. And that's up from 62% in 2020. Now that's something marketers need to be really aware of, right? It's getting, hard, it's getting harder to get customers. People are more um, hesitant to spend their money. You have to make sure that your values align with your customers. And you're also telling people about your customers uh, via marketing. And so we launched our global campaign, um, Team Earth, at the Winter Olympics and the 2022 Super Bowl featuring our new brand advisor, Matthew McConaughey, in an ad titled um, The New Frontier. Huge shout out to our, our brand marketing team who put this together. And essentially serves as a call to action for businesses to join a community with shared values. Um, and it shows it's like, it, you know, Salesforce, we're a technology company, but we are led and we lead and we live our values, right? And so we want to help all customers and every company work towards an inclusive, accountable, and more sustainable future. We have to do it. Wow. In your really insightful, I would say brilliant Forbes piece earlier oh this year. Goodness, brilliant. You got to read this Forbes piece. The title was The Future of Commerce, How Brands Can Stay Ahead of the Curb. You wrote, quote, for consumers, the products they purchase are no longer the main goal of commerce. Now, customers seek out innovative, novel experiences like virtual fitting rooms. You talked about L'Oreal earlier, like virtual skincare, NFT marketplaces, augmented reality retail apps, and a lot more. My question is, what caused this shift in consumer attitudes and how can brands, as you put it, stay ahead of the curve? 
Absolutely. I mean, I think we know the pandemic accelerated a lot of things with us having limited ability to go into stores or kind of live life the way we did in January of 2020, right? That changed in, in March of 2020. Here's what I will say. Like, I think two things happened. One, consumer expectations were, I still want to engage with brands. Give me ways to do it. Those that were on the cutting edge and had NFTs, virtual fitting rooms, you know, um, you know, virtual patient care, those were naturally the brands that people were going to migrate to because they were using technology to be super relevant and connect with their customers in the now. So I think that was part of it. And second, like, Consumers know that 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 technology is out there. Like we've all had those experiences that have completely su surprised and delighted you. So you're going to expect every single brand to bring those to the table. And if they don't, you're going to find the ones that do. Right. So we had these two things converging to really shift. And again, for marketers to stay ahead of the curve, it's the same thing. Are you using technologies that are automated, I'm sorry, automated, intelligent, and real time? And if you're using those three things, you're going to be able to stay ahead of the curve by meeting consumers and customers where they are with a message that is personalized and automate things so they can go faster. You mentioned a little bit about Salesforce, Genie. I want to get into that a little bit now because in September of this year, Salesforce launched this thing called Genie, Salesforce Genie. It's a new data platform powering the world's first real-time CRM. I love this. My question is, why did Salesforce launch Genie now? Because Genie has never been more relevant now, right? So companies need to be efficient. One way you are efficient is when you take this massive amount of data and you are able to harmonize it, to unify it in a single source of truth and take action on it in real time. Like, again, this is what's going to separate companies, especially in this period of however long it might be slowing growth, they're going to need to connect with their customers that way. And so Genie for us is, again, the next generation customer data platform. It is making and powering our amazing CRM products real time, all the ways you connect with customers, unifying data. So you as a marketer, or even if you're in sales or service, you can take action on the data versus worrying about how do you unify it? Like that's hard. Like I don't want to unify data as a marketer. I want a technology to unify it for me so that I can use it to do great marketing. Wow. I mean, again, speed here. This data platform powered by Salesforce Genie allows marketers to create smarter segments up to 30 times faster. That's not a typo, 30 no. times faster. No. So again, speed yeah. and efficiency, and then making these, these meaningful connections. Like you said, every interaction with the brand counts, especially now. And like and you said, it, you said it best just now, if people aren't getting that, they will find it. They will definitely find it. Why is kind of responding to customers needs? Why is it so important? Like right now, why is it, why is this real-time response so important? Because your customers don't want to wait right? They are a living, breathing person. They know data about them exists and they expect custom companies to use that in a way that maximizes in their customer experience. And again, if you don't do it, your competitors will. And that's why it's never more, been more important to take action now. What was the marketing approach leading up to Genie's launch? Oh, Genie was so fun. What I love about Genie, again, is as a marketer, and I can speak to someone who, who has the uh, ability to get to use Genie, our next generation customer data platform in my own marketing, is it just works, right? And that's kind of like magic, right? Data is hard. And there's so much data. I'm sure there's a stat somewhere about how data, you know, doubles, triples, quadruples every, you know, 12 hours or whatever it is, a lot, a lot of data. And what Genie does is sort of automatically make it useful. And so for Dreamforce, we really played that up. We played into that. We had a lot of fun activations and showing the magic to our customers with how they could connect with their customers was super exciting. 
Has anything changed with the marketing approach since that? So I don't think anything has changed. I think um, for us, it's showing that this amazing genie magic can also lead to cost savings and efficiency and all the things that people are trying to do right now. Genie is very, very much part of how Salesforce is helping customers be more efficient, save money, do more with less, and just just connecting those two things that we do together. How have Salesforce's like strategic partnerships with companies like, you know, Amazon Web Services help power these these new innovations like Genie? So I would say like we build great products and great technology at Salesforce, uh, but we believe in sort of an open ecosystem and letting people uh, run their businesses and have the vendors that they need to connect with their customers. And I think that's a, a good example of that. This has been exceptional. I, I love what we've covered today. And I, I want to take a little bit of time here as we wrap up to, to kind of zoom in on you a bit, because look, you're a marketing leader that inspires a lot of people outside of Salesforce. I mean, you've been at Salesforce over a decade. You've been in the trenches as a marketer and marketing leader. You've seen a lot of change, but your, your story and your perspective is inspiring to a lot of people. And a big part of our audience are people who are aspiring to be a marketing leader like you. So I just want you to think, I'm sure there's lots of stories you could pull from here, but I'd love to think about, you know, a a moment in your career where you just, it was a crucial time for you. And this is the sort of moment, the kind of story where I want you to think about a make or break, right? This is a situation or an opportunity that came across your desk and the stakes were high, you know, and I I would love for you to kind of unpack that story so we can understand it. And then tell us like what you learned, what lessons were in that story. I will say my biggest crossroads in my career was having to decide if I was going to be authentic to myself or I was going to leave a situation because I didn't feel I could be. So years ago, I was in a situation where I didn't feel I could be my authentic self. Like I'm kind of goofy. I like to have fun. I have kind of a quirky sense of, of marketing. And I was in an environment where I didn't feel for whatever reason that that was the way I could be. And I thought I had to act a certain way to get ahead. And I said, to be a senior leader, I must have to act like these people that I'm seeing. And I would see that behavior and I'm like, I don't want to act like that. That's not me. And so I was trying to act like that. And then I was so unhappy and so miserable. And I came home to my husband one day and I said, I, I think I need to just get out of that situation. And he said to me, why? just be you. And if it doesn't work, then you can leave. And that sounds so simple, but it was incredibly freeing to me. Um, And so the next day I went in and I was like, I'm going to show up and be a leader that I would want to work for, how I want to lead, how I want to engage with people and my stakeholders and my team. And it was the craziest self-fulfilling prophecy that once I did that, I started being more successful. While I had thought that I had to act different than who I was to be successful. And what I learned was I could actually be myself And being authentic to who I was was actually what the organization wanted, what the company wanted. Um, And it was a path to get me to be a senior leader like I am today. And I think about that all the time, that if I had walked away or if I tried to conform, I probably wouldn't be sitting where I am. And so that's why I tell people, just be yourself. Do not tell yourself a story in your head that you have to act a certain way because you probably don't and you'll be happier, which means you'll be more successful if you're your authentic self. I love that. I mean, it's what a thing to cultivate in your in your career is authenticity, right? I mean, there's so many things that you as a leader, you know, in my opinion, would need to cultivate to get to where you have to go. And I love that just the co- core piece of that for you is like, I'm not going to sacrifice me. I'm going to be me no matter what. And here you sit in an incredible seat as the executive vice president of cloud and industry. We all know you're not slowing down and we're super excited and honored, Shannon. Thank you for being on Marketing Trends. It was so cool to cover the State of Marketing Report. You balled out. We appreciate you. And thank you so much for being here. 
Thank you. This was so much fun. It's the best hour of my day. Awesome. You have eight seconds to make a connection or risk a click away onto the next topic. The difference lies in your ability to deliver relevant experiences to your audience across devices and across channels. But delivering on a really great experience is impossible without the right people and the right technology. You've got the right people, but your technology choices will make or break someone's experience with your brand. At the center of gravity of your digital experience, Brightspot Content Management System can deliver relevant content, personalized experiences, and cross-channel synergies to create unforgettable brand experiences. So you can be a bright spot in someone's day. Head over to brightspot.com forward slash marketing trends to find out right now. From global crisis to hunger relief efforts, the messages you deliver save lives, inform important decision-making, and help keep communities safe and sound. The speed and scale of your content needs to be delivered faster and on a much larger scale. Brightspot Content Management System has supported some of the world's largest brands to communicate on a global scale. From Johnson & Johnson sharing critical information with their customers to helping Whole Foods tell their brand story to a global audience. Brightspot is designed to handle rapid iteration and personalized messages to those you care about most. Learn more at brightspot.com forward slash marketing trends.